And we're off. It is Monday, May 23rd, 2022 AD, Anno Domini, the year of our Lord. And it's 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. How are y'all doing? Live on all platforms. Click press one if it's working over here on uh, Odyssey, people, please. Press one if it's working. Press two if you cannot hear me. Um, or three if it was okay and then it dropped. Um, gonna have a fun Monday show, I think. Law enforcement should shut down Tucker Carlson's lies. <laughs> so says one former Fox News correspondent. More like faux news correspondent. Am I right? Uh, black mothers... Uh, people are outraged on behalf of black mothers. Monkeypox has people concerned. And also, the great replacement theory is fake news. Don't fall for it. <laughs> oh, man. What a mess. All kinds of stuff going on in the world today. All of that and your calls, hopefully, you can call in. But anyway, guys, let's get right on. With the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hank Report. The Hank Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hank Report. The Hank Report. La, la, la. Hey, guys! Oh, it's the Hank Report. The Hank Report. La, la, la. So, how are you guys doing? I am fine. And, uh, and it is Monday. Can you believe it? Monday, Monday, Monday. Everybody loves Monday. How was your weekend? Mine was great. I had a nice Saturday. I took the day off. I had a nice Sunday. I took the day off, but I exercised. And so if I seem a little bit distracted, my exercise might have been a little... (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Maybe I shouldn't share that. I'll just leave that alone. Uh, But anyway, I'm trying to exercise. I'm remedial right now. I'm in remedial exercise mode. You know how my brain is pretty solid, right? I'm very smart. (laughs) But my body is in remedial mode because I've neglected it for so many years. And, uh, I I should leave that alone. (laughs) Anyway, um, man, is it warm in here or is it just me? It's kind of warm. Let's turn on the AC, please. Uh, what's up, Facebook crew? Let's get right into this stuff. (laughs) Let me see. Is this thing ready? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's ready yet. We have stuff going on. Oh, yeah, that one is ready. Okay. I was preparing some different uh, different um, clips here that I wanted to share with you if I'm able to get them ready. Ooh. Ooh, nice. 
And I may, I may just be able to share them with you. Uh, it's not a positive thing for sure yet, but there's some outrageous things by the mainstream media pushing the, uh, saying that this white replacement theory thing is a lie. And it is a lie, guys. It is a lie. It's, you sh- just stop it. You're causing mass murders. Don't do it. <laughs> Not anger. Anger doesn't cause mass murders. Anger is fine. Anger is natural. It's, it's the whites. White supremacy is the primary threat to something-something. Uh, the homeland today, says Sleepy Joe Biden. Man, what a mess. Ugh. Okay. Um, you know what? First, before I get started, though, let me get to a call. Steve in New York City is on the line. Steve, how are you doing, man? Hey, how you doing, Hank, bro? Doing okay. Thank you. Yo, you, you notice how uh, a few weeks ago they mentioned monkeypox? Yeah. And then today they have the first case of monkeypox. Yeah. And it's all over the news, all over nationwide. All the local news stations decided to make that their priority. Right. But I want to tell you something. <clears throat> the number of typhoid cases in the United States are 11. 11 typhoid the, cases. 11 typhoid cases. Tuberculosis. There's about, there's about a dozen or two tuberculosis cases. There is smallpox cases. There, any disease that you could ever think of are happening now. Oh, really? Why are they mentioning? Why are they mentioning that one case of monkeypox? The one. I don't when know. I was in high, when I was in high school, back in the 1980s, I had to subscribe to the MMWR. And that is the Mobility and Mortality Weekly Report from the CDC. I had to do that for a class. And they would break down where all these... When, and I kept on getting it when AIDS started coming out. And they didn't track the AIDS virus in the same way they tracked all the other viruses. But there was typhoid. There was all these other... There was tuberculosis. There was chickenpox and smallpox and... Um, all these other diseases. I could not, you know, polio. There are cases right now in polio in the United States. Really? They, oh, yeah. I bet you, you just look it up and Google it and everything. They're, they're all, all, all over the place. But so are you saying you that something. it's for, are you saying that it's, that they're just cherry picking this disease? Yeah, because it's going to be the, because it's going to be the new scare. It's going to be the new scare. Monkeypox is going to be the new scare. And and the the, the Chinese virus, they only cherry picked that. And notice how the deaths from flu disappear. The deaths from um, um, pneumonia disappear. And now. The number of cases of the Chinese virus is the former number of the flu and the pneumonia plus other things combined. Is that a fact? Absolutely. 
Look how many cases. Um, um, 60 to 120,000 people die every year from flu. 60,000 to 120,000 people die every year from the flu. Okay. The largest number of deaths from the flu was in 1968. The, 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 the next highest was 80,000 in 2016, no, 2017 or something like that. Yeah. You know how many people died of the flu in the past two years? Less than 2,000. Because those numbers were shifted to the Chinese virus. Pneumonia cases, fifty to 80,000 uh, people die every year of pneumonia. No more. That was shifted to uh, the Chinese virus. Yeah. And we wonder why. Where'd you, where'd you find that info that other people could look it up independently? John Hopkins University study. Um, uh, um, you could just, you know, I know in 20, I think in 2012, a coworker of mine, her, her daughter died, her daughter of 30 years old. Did you independently died. look this up or, or did you hear it from somebody else? I independently looked it up. John Hopkins University study every year. There are graphs. There's even a graph at John Hopkins University where it shows um, the um, number of deaths due to heart attacks. And then it's a, it's a sign curve. It's a sign curve. But in March A sign curve, as in it mean it goes up and down? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. All right. What, what, it's a very, you know, the number of deaths due to heart attacks is like a sine wave. It is. You know, it goes up and down during, you know, courses of years. Every year, it's, you know, it just goes up and down based on, you know, whatever. Right. And, but in March 2020, there was a sharp drop. There was a sharp drop in the number of heart attacks. Those were the heart attacks that they took, and they put it as coronavirus. Who's they? You, you, the, the the CDC or the, the, it, this is all fake. It's all a fake, one hundred percent pure fake. And now they're going to prop up monkeypox to do the same. But now, but now you're you're putting my channel at risk by saying that's saying it's all fake. Oh. <laughs> well. I don't. And how how am I supposed to know that it's call fake? Me, call, call me call me a, a wacko and hang up on me. That's, 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 <laughs> well, I know? mean, you want to you want to be sure that you know what you're you know for sure what you're talking about. That's that's one thing for sure. I'll, I'll send you because an email of a of of a heart attack um, uh, graph per year, and then you'll see. March 2020, sharp decline down, never before happened. Huh. I mean, they did, sh- they did shut down like, the country in March of 2020. That's when they said, you can't, we need to do 15 days to slow the spread, was what Trump said. And so a lot of people yeah. stopped working, and when they stopped working, it, it could be that, I don't know. Well, I don't know. It's like, like, there's like 50 stores in my neighborhood. Closed down for good. Because you know the the oh. explanation that they give for the um, flu going down is that everybody was shut down, nobody interacted with each other, everybody was wearing the masks, 
I mean, forced to, a lot of people in the cities anyway, were forced to wear the masks. And so because of the shutdowns, people weren't as, you know, they weren't exchanging germs as normal. So they put off the, uh, they claim that they put off the, um, oh, my back, uh, the inevitable, you know, they, they delayed yeah. the inevitable, meaning the uh, getting sick. They're the saviors, yeah. But yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't think that that's. I still disagree with them on that. I think that it was unwise to shut the country down, because you're supposed to be interacting with germs. Babies yeah. are not supposed to be raised in a perfectly like sterile environment. They're supposed to be exposed to germs. So you uh, exercise your, you exercise to a point your uh, immune system. So it gets tougher. No pain. I'm going to no tell you one fact. I'm going to tell you one fact that people don't realize the reason why you and me and everybody listening and everybody you see the reason why we are all alive today is because our great great grandparents all of them and all of them did not have antibacterial soap they did not have hand sanitizer <laughs> uh-huh they didn't. They they, they 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 didn't have toilet paper. They probably didn't have running water. That's the reason why we're all living today. You know, they drank out of ponds, and <laughs> they barely took a bath. So they toughened up their that, immune system, and that's why we're a lot. That's why they survived to give birth to us. Yeah, because nobody. Uh, Jesus didn't have hand sanitizer. Sorry to say. <laughs> yeah, he spit and made he spit in dirt and made mud and put it on the blind man's uh, <laughs> eyes to make him function again. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That the reason we are still alive today is because nobody had hand sanitizer, <laughs> antibacterial soap. We didn't have you know uh, we didn't have any of that stuff. Right. We barely had toilet paper. Toilet paper was invented less than 100 years ago. No, Gross. about 180 years ago, something like that. Yeah. Well, and, you know, that's, that's, uh, it's, an, it's an interesting take. I really don't know what the truth is rebar- regarding all of this stuff. Somebody said, drop the, Jay Hess, I think, said, drop the pretext, uh, yeah. <laughs> James. But it's not a, what do you mean pretext? What's a pretext? Um, it's a reality that my channel's at risk when you, when, when I propagand, like I, when I propagandize the, the, uh, the, the stuff that you're not supposed to be saying. That's a fact. Yeah, it's not a pretext. Um, and I don't, I, I don't pretend to know. Like, to me, I don't think it's wise to say one thing or the other if you're not, if you're not sure. Yeah. But, uh. I appreciate it. Um, anyway. I don't know about this monkeypox thing. I look at the pictures. I'm like, ooh, I don't want that. I see these little black kids with these blister things on all over their body, kind of like chicken pox, but bigger and nasty. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. We'll see how it plays out. I think it's going to be the next China virus. And we're going to lock down everybody. You know? We'll see. Anyway. We shall. We will see. I appreciate it, Steve. It's good to hear from you, man. Oh, I- Hope the guy today ain't happening, eh? Yeah. Take it easy. All right. You as well. Bye. Bye.
Let me tell you a little bit about what the far-left female run outlet The Skim is saying about this monkeypox thing. What's got people concerned? Man. Uh, monkeypox. Over the weekend, the World Health Organization, WHO, said it confirmed over 90 cases of monkeypox in 12 countries. Spain, UK, Portugal, US, and uh, I guess eight others. The rare disease is in the same family as smallpox, but typically less severe. Smallpox is what was on the blankets that we gave the Indians in that myth. Isn't it a myth that we gave them smallpox blankets, at least on purpose? Or was it the truth? Was it the truth? You know, when the American Indians, we gave them blankets, but it had smallpox in them. And it was uh, biological warfare or something like that. And then some people say it was true. Other people said it was false. Other people said that we just sneezed in our regular uh, colds and flus and diseases. Hay fever messed with the Indians, American Indians. I don't know. But anyway, smallpox was deadly back back in the day. And we got rid of it. And monkeypox, I heard, is like started around in Africa somewhere. Right? Supposedly, different strains reportedly have varying death rates between 1% and 10% death rates. And, you know, it kind of depends on if it's treated or not, too, I think. Because in per- parts of Africa, 1 in 10 people die who, who get this smallpox thing, supposedly. In certain areas, depending on the strain, right? Supposedly. The virus is transmitted to humans from animals and from other humans, right? Spreads from one person to another by close contact with lesions, body fluids. Some people were calling it a gay disease. (laughs) I chuckle. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Respiratory droplets. Other people said, no, that's fake news. Even contaminated materials like bedding. The disease usually begins with flu-like symptoms, fevers, headaches, muscle aches, chills, exhaustion. Within a few days, a rash develops on the face and spreads to the rest of the body, lasting for about two to four weeks. International response. The World Health Organization is the evil UN, by the way. Uh, WHO says the response should focus on people affected and their close contacts. Spreads mostly through sexual partners. See? See? Hey! And by the way, speaking of Africa, wasn't AIDS, didn't AIDS start in Africa, like from a monkey or something like that? That's what I thought that I remember hearing. And now it is, by and large, or was, by and large, uh, disproportionately affecting the homos- radical homosexuals, right? Or the homosexuals, so-called. U.S. health officials have said monkeypox poses no public health risk. So they're, they're downplaying the risk. Contrary to what uh, Stephen New York City says. Because he says that they're trying to upplay it. So probably there's a battle going on. Sleepy President Biden is singing a different tune, calling the spread a cause for concern. Yeah, it's a concern. But says a quarantine likely won't be required. They assured the public, his administration did, that the U.S. has a vaccine, 85% effective in treating. That's a smallpox vaccine, right? Or no, is is that a different one from the smallpox? They use smallpox to protect from people from this, treating and preventing the spread of the virus. But uh, watch who you're hanging out with, (laughs) right? Crazy. Anyway, um, I put in a couple of videos that I'd like to play. This is 
on the um, what's going on with the replacement theory. All that nonsense. Might be a little bit of old news for you because this is based on that Buffalo shooting. The Buffalo shooting of the, at the grocery store, allegedly by that 18-year-old white male, Gendron, whatever his name, Gendron, whatever his name was. This is from Yahoo News, and it caught my eye. It was pushed at me. And it's actually Business Insider, reshared by Yahoo News, which I learned from the based Bill O'Reilly, <laughs> that it is far left. Enemies of America, Yahoo News. Oh, the video didn't work. Okay. I'm going to have to, uh, perhaps I can re-download it. I don't know. Let me drag in these copies, see if they, see if they're any better. Let me know if those, if either of those copies work, 11 and 12. Um, but regardless, a former Fox correspondent says that police will have to start monitoring Fox News to prevent Tucker Carlson from lying on air. What? Isn't that wild? Former Fox correspondent. And this is from Yelena Zanova. D-Z-H-A-N-O-V-A. Nice American name, I guess. Business insider, writer, woman. File still didn't work. Oh, it's, no, it's working now? Okay, cool. For, Fox's former chief political correspondent said law enforcement will eventually have to step in to stop the lying coming from places like Fox News, Faux News, and Tucker Carlson. Carl Cameron. And this guy, I had no idea he was this liberal. Okay, cool. Yeah, I want to play clip 12, actually. This is kind of long. I may call it white erasure, not replacement theory, or a great replacement, says uh, Julie Storm. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair point. It is a crazy attack upon the whites. And it's ridiculous. Carl Cameron. Okay, so I'm going to play this clip. This is from CNN. It's Jim Acosta. You know, the guy who <laughs> tried to confront... Uh, the based Jewish guy, Stephen Miller, Steve Mi- Stephen Miller from uh, the Trump administration about, well, this Statue of Liberty has that, has that plaque on it that says, give us your poor, your huddled masses. That's what should be our, our uh, immigration policy, right? The Statue of Liberty that was given to us by a Frenchman, or the French, which that's nice. And then some artist put this plaque on there, or poet or whatever, they put this plaque on there from some poet added later, and uh, that's supposed to be our immigration policy. Not the one that was instituted by the, like the founding fathers' times, like in this late 1700s, I think it was, like white men of good character, white Europeans of good character, something like that. That's what our immigration policy was. Uh, anyway, here, listen to this. Look at the, listen to this hit piece against Tucker Carlson and uh, and uh, the people who are pointing out kind of the obvious of what's happening. Every white country is uh, v- getting very very diverse because we are so accepting and we like food <laughs> or something like that. Anyway, listen to this uh, mess. It's about eight minutes long. I may interrupt it and stop it, but whatever. Here it is. 
Fox's Tucker Carlson is trying to distance himself from a white supremacist conspiracy theory he's peddled on his show for years. You've heard a lot about the great replacement theory recently. It's everywhere in the last two days, and we're still not sure exactly what it is. The issue arose in the wake of last weekend's deadly mass shooting in Buffalo, New York, because of a 180-page racist rant posted by the alleged gunman. In it, he references the great replacement theory, or the idea that there's a nefarious effort to replace white Americans with non-white Americans for political gain. It's nonsense, of course, peddled by white supremacists on the Internet. Carlson has mainstreamed this garbage, though, and while Tucker now claims he has no idea what it is, which is not, of course, true. He's pushed the concept more than 400 times on a show in recent years, and here's just a very small sampling. I know that the left and all the little gatekeepers on Twitter become literally hysterical if you use the term replacement, if you suggest that the Democratic Party is trying to replace the current electorate, the voters now casting ballots, with new people, more obedient voters from the third world. But they become hysterical because that's that's what's happening, actually. Let's just say it. That's mm. true. We've never seen demographic change like this. It's roughly the equivalent of a brand new city of Chicago every year, a city populated entirely by poor people with limited education who can't speak English. And the question is, how is it good for America? Thanks. Joining us now is Carl Cameron, founder of uh, FrontPageLive.com and a former Fox News chief political correspondent who decided to leave Fox after 22 years in part because of people like uh, Tucker Carlson. Uh, Carl, my old uh, campaign colleague, uh, great to see you. Uh, Do you think the Murdoch family in charge of Fox will ever pull the plug on Tucker? What do you think? Remember this guy? Listen to this guy. There is a point at which it becomes difficult for an executive to put up with the help. Uh, In this particular case, Tucker has been screaming fire in a crowded movie house for years. And that cliche uh, really comes to the matter of what is free speech. And the fact of the matter is, if you disturb the peace by starting a riot in a movie theater, cops are going to arrest you and you might end up in jail or you might end up in something worse. Uh, And that kind of stuff absolutely has to stop, Uh, whether it's the antitrust bill to take down and deplatform people who lie and put out falsehoods that cause damage and violent, violent hate. Uh, there ought to be something done about it. And the, the administration is beginning to actually make a move on that. And it's been way overdue. It's not just Fox, it's social media in general, it's on the internet. And we have to remember that a good portion of what people read is coming from folks who aren't Americans pretending to be Americans in order to gaslight them even worse. And it's great to see you, Jim. We did mark a lot of miles together. We, we certainly did, my goodness, uh, you know, and have a, a lot of stories to tell. Uh, maybe we'll tell those stories one of these days. Uh, but, uh, Carl, let me ask you, because, you know, these and guys this, are gets, not this, I think, dovetails right into my next question, because you and I have covered a number of CPAC conferences over the years, uh, Conservative Political Action uh, Conference, and now they're gathered in Hungary, of all places, and invited uh, the prime minister and longtime Putin ally Viktor Orban to be the featured speaker. And according to The Guardian, among the things Orban said in his speech uh, that shows like Tucker Carlson should be broadcast 24-7. Let's listen. Of course, the Grand Old Party has associates in the media. 
associated media, but they do not compete with the dominance of the liberal press. Only my friend Tucker Carlson places himself on the line without wavering. His new program is the most watched. What does it mean? It means that programs like his should run day and night, as you say, 24-7. Uh, this is nice. not your father's CPAC. Uh, I mean, th this is weird stuff, uh, Carl. Weird. What do you make of it? It's, it's horrifying. This is the kind of nonsense that we expect in Eastern uh, European countries that were uh, blasted by the Soviet Union for years and years and years. Uh, and Orban is a classic sort of an autocratic fascist. And people like fascist. Tucker Carlson are participating in spreading that in the United States. There is no place for it. It has to be stopped. The idea of replacement Stop. theory is ridiculous. It's a made-up <laughs> thing. And the fact that there are changes in our demography has always been positive in this country. There was a time when Italians were being racist, ra racially uh, threatened and damaged yes. just because they were Italians or they were Catholics. That stopped. The same has to stop for Latinos. The same has to stop for Asians and black Americans. It, it has been far too long that this country has been letting this go. And now that Republicans, led by Trump for the last few years, uh, are trying to say that that's American politics, it absolutely isn't. And those who pretend to do this are hurting the Constitution and hurting our country, and they're going to pay for it sooner or later. And, and Carl, you know, you, you make such a great point, and it is, you know, it is such a strength of this country, the, the diversity, uh, this so multicultural tapestry that we've all enjoyed for so many years. And, and you're right, this country just becomes that more perfect union um, as we uh, <laughs> yeah, grow uh, and welcome so all united. of these new folks into our country year after year. Um, and I, I just wonder, you Absolutely. know, as, as we're talking about this, you know, what do you say, because I hear this myself, what do you say to folks who say, oh, you shouldn't talk about Tucker Carlson, you shouldn't talk about this white replacement theory, don't even mention what's going on at CPAC. What do you say to folks who just, you know, I, I think of it as sticking your head in the sand a little bit. What, what is your reaction when you hear that from folks? Well, it's unfortunate. I understand it. Between the pandemic and the politics, there's a lot of things people don't want to think about. The reality about this, however, is this is a free country. And if people of goodwill, the likes of which are in all races, all various different creeds, if we follow what the founders did in, and never really did right, then we can, we can maintain a democratic republic. At this point, we have a huge portion of the population, led by Republicans and, Ted, and Donald Trump exclusively. Uh, we are going down a very, very dangerous road where in other parts of the world, civil, civil rights and civility in general has been decimated by the kind of stuff that's being perpetuated. And it's got to stop. Democrats have yeah. to kick, kick it in. The president has to be more forceful. And... Sooner or later, the law enforcement and the U.S. government is going to have to stop the lying because it's causing people's deaths. I, I think you're absolutely right. I think that's spot on. And, and I, you know, if the worst were to happen, 
you know, do you want to say, <laughs> well, I, I uh, wanted to play it safe. You know, I really didn't want to get into this. I didn't want to speak out against it. And so, I, you know, how would you be able to live with yourself? That's the, I think that's the choice that we all face. Um, Not just you know, in our own neighborhoods, Jim, but around yeah. the world. There has been years where the United States was revered by tons of countries who aspired to the type of society that we had. Now they're watching us deal with the kind of nonsense they've been fighting, in some cases, for a century. You're absolutely right. And Carl, and, and you and I both know from our travels, when we do travel outside of the Beltway, we do uh, talk to people in other parts of the country, other parts of the world. This is what people ask us all the time. What is happening inside the United States? You know, please, you know, do something about it. Uh, Carl Cameron, let's have you back sometime. Great to catch up with you, old buddy. And uh, th old thanks buddy. for your time. We really appreciate it. Great to see you. Thanks. What is Still looks like a young man. Carl Cameron. All right. Appreciate it. Coming he said he looks like a young man there. I don't know if Carl Cameron has ever looked like a young man. For the audio podcast listeners who didn't hear, who couldn't see this guy's face, he always kind of looked kind of old to me with his saggy, sleepy eyes. At least he's slim, gaunt, if you will. He accused Tucker Carl. He tried to accuse Tucker Carlson of starting a riot by yelling "fire" in a crowded theater. Doesn't the mainstream media, I blame the mainstream media for this type of, for these types of attacks happening, such as the, uh, the Dylan Roof attack over in, Sh I forget which, which uh, town that was, one of the Carolinas at the church, the black church. I blame this mainstream media in part, right? In part, of course. You blame the individual who did it and the failure of the parents and stuff like that. And I blame the, and the, I don't know. Just the establishment itself has pushed this endless attack upon the whites. And the whites, some of the whites come too and they're like, wait a minute, something's wrong here. And then they get angry about it and because they're misguided, they uh, lash out. And speaking of riots being started by the mainstream media, you ever heard of Black Lives Matter? Those are, that's starting a riot based on disinformation and killing people. Killing cops, killing whites, killing other blacks. Murder has been on the rise since Black Lives Matter was validated by the mainstream media. The fake idea of racism being validated by the mainstream media. That's starting a riot. And replacement theory is ridiculous. We've become such a more perfect union over the, over the years. Yeah, right. In what sense? We've only become more divided and uh, hateful. And I've heard that crime is at record levels, perhaps even surpassing the 90s, but it's, you know, they're trying to suppress the real information. I don't know if that's true, but I've heard people say it. Let me read a few Super Chats before I get to more on this mess. Um, the debunking of the, uh, of the uh, white replacement theory. Let me read uh, from Asmodor over here on Odyssey. A couple of Super Chats. The give me your tired, your poor, your wretched refuse <laughs> on the Statue of Liberty was written by a Jewish immigrant and activist, Emma, Emma, a female, Lazarus, Emma Lazarus. Lazarus, come out. The concept of a melting pot as opposed to a, uh, 
I don't want to say it. <laughs> when I was in high school, we were considered, I don't want to say it, <laughs> like a salad. But now it's become like a vulgar term. But uh, we were considered a salad where we're very diverse. Oh, no, no, no. They try to say we're a melting pot because people are supposed to assimilate. But then they add to the flavor of the, uh, of the soup of the, of the country. So then they changed the country, too. Anyway, the, the concept of a melting pot, but then in, when I was in high school, I, w- I had this communist professor for go- government, history, ec- government and economics. And he said, we're more of a salad. And he said tossed salad, but don't think the dirty one version. Yes, tossed salad. But, yeah, because we're supposed to stay diverse. Be diverse and stay diverse. And it makes a nice salad, flavorful, as opposed to a melting pot. And if you think about it, that's kind of, anyway, what a mess. Not a good thing. In fact, it is kind of vulgar, even in, in, in every sense, to be honest, because this diversity stuff is not a strength, because these people don't really have our values. They'll vote away the freedom of speech, the gun, the gun rights, the right to carry guns and own them. They'll, uh, they'll vote in so-called progressives and communists and evil people. And then, of course, we got the rhinos, too, are getting ever worse. What a mess, huh? Terrible. The concept of, anyway, I interrupted Asmodor's super chat. He said the concept of a melting pot was created by a Jewish immigrant, Israel Zangiwil, in his late 19th century play, The Melting Pot. Wow. So these are, these are unchristian concepts. Give me your tour, your poor, your wretched refuse. <laughs> Did it say wretched refuse? Really? Well, huddled masses. Anyway. Wretched refuse means, like, uh, trash. Asmodor also uh, clarifies, you can't shout fire in a crowded theater is not law. It was an example in the U.S. versus Schneck, or Schenck, decided poorly by Oliver Wendell Holmes's court, Supreme Court, I think, in 1917. The Supreme Court overturned this decision and its restriction of speech in Brandenburg versus Ohio in 1969. Wow. So it's been common, common, a common phrase. You can't shout fire in a crowded theater. Anyone using you can't shout fire in a crowded theater as a way to claim certain speech is illegal is, are either an ignoramus or liars says Asmodor over there on Odyssey. Interesting. So it was a bad decision that was overturned. Uh, Oliver Wendell Holmes's court, 1917, in U.S. versus Schenck. The Supreme Court overturned that very decision and its restriction of speech in Brandenburg versus Ohio in 1969. Wow. So they're using this stuff that's supposed to be common knowledge. I guess you're supposed to, I guess you should challenge what you're told. Huh. Huh. But I sort of agree with Trump that we should bring back libel laws and slander laws so that we can hold these people responsible. Defamation cases against the mainstream media. Think about how they defamed George Zimmerman. To this day, they're saying Trayvon Martin was murdered. He was not murdered. He was killed in self-defense. And you have to assume that if you're a person of goodwill. 
But no, they wanted to say he was murdered with as a false smear upon George Zimmerman. And they're to this day they're saying, oh, you know, this Black Lives Matter thing. It's a whole. That's the that's the real di- disinformation, not this white replacement theory mess. So wrong, so wrong. Tucker Carlson is like one of the pe- few people telling the truth about what's going on in the world, and they're going after him. Shows you where they're coming from. Let me read some more super chats, guys. Uh, Based America first, with a few super chats on streamlabs.com slash the Hague report. California's Diablo Canyon 2.2 GW nuclear power plant has been producing electricity at six cents per kilowatt, kilowatt hour since 1986 and continues to pass regular safety and seismic evaluations. Yet green energy politics is forcing PG&E to shut it down by 2025. Wow, what a shame. Yeah, I've heard guys like Scott Adams and others. Scott Adams is this, what do you call him, a center-left guy, kind of a pro-Trump guy. The, the, the former Dilbert, or he, to this day he's a Dilbert uh, cartoonist. He's been on The Fallen State and on The Jesse Lee Peterson Show. Talking about nuclear energy. It's green. Anyway, Base America First goes on. It will re- this will result in continuous rolling blackouts, the loss of 1,500 jobs, and increased electricity fees, which will hurt jobs even further. Uh, Newsom has applied for the federal civil nuclear credit set aside to keep nuclear power plants operating that are otherwise facing shutdown. See, even Gavin Newsom knows this is a bad idea, and Gavin Newsom is a beta governor who does not have the best interests at heart, but... but Even he's applied to keep it going, right? To keep it going? Diablo Canyon is owned and operated by PG&E, and Newsom has no direct authority over it, but applied for the grant anyway. Will the money actually be used to keep the Diablo Canyon nuclear power plant running? The Biden administration recognizes nuclear power as green energy, but continues to push solar and wind that are less reliable, have shorter useful lifespans, and create huge waste in their disposal. Disposed electric car batteries are a big problem, too, says Based America First. Man. Yeah, if it's, if it's a properly run uh, nuclear power plant, it can be very good, I hear. Very useful, very powerful. You can't, uh, you can't top nuclear, I hear. I'm shaking my head. These people don't have, you know, the... Scam. It seems like a scam to me. Yeah, I know there, every now and then a poorly run nuclear thing will have a, have a catastrophic meltdown or whatever, right? But that has to do with poor running of things. And poor running of things is growing to be a bigger and bigger problem. Thanks, diversity, I say. And thanks, decline of, you know, decline of morals is also linked to decline of responsibility, decline of quality of the worker. It's a fact. And worker not in the communist way, but worker in the actual person who actually does work. <laughs> Crazy. Another super chat from Geranimo. What's up, Geranimo? By the way, there, I have a t-shirt that Geranimo sent, I think. Uh, May 22nd to May 28th, control over America's so-called health care system 
And with it, U.S. sovereignty will be delivered for a vote to the World Health Organizations, that's the evil UN's corrupt World Health Organizations, governing legislative body, the World Health Assembly, handing over nations, the nation's control to the globalists in time for the next pandemic, she calls it. Really? Really? Doesn't Congress have to vote on something like that? Interesting. Well, thank you for the heads up on that. Crazy. Let me show you uh, something that Geronimo uh, sent to me. Can I show this, Geronimo? Well, I'm just going to show it. It's cool. I got a t-shirt from a listener that uh, is in the, in the very font that I use. Very not. Wow. Impressive, Geronimo. It says, do I have the, the picture of the t-shirt that Jesse's holding? In the, oh, I didn't put it in the folder? Ah, oh, darn. Okay. I'll, I'll find it and put it in the folder. I'll have to show it to you later. But it has to do with one of the sayings that I frequently will say. So that's cool. Um, oh, yeah, I didn't put it in there. What a mess. I was looking at, um, you know, I was looking at going back to this replacement theory stuff. I was looking at TKR Official on Telegram. I follow TKR Official. I follow JLP Talk. I follow the Hake Report on Telegram. That's me. That's mine, anyway. And some others. Real Vincent James, I think is what it is. And others. Telegram. And I saw this headline from Vox.com. Let me drag it into the folder. I'm dragging it into the folder. Replacement theory. See if it'll go. Okay, replacement theory. According to Vox.com. Vox is not Vox is not to be confused with Vox Day. Different, totally different entities. Vox Day is a alt-right guy, Christian guy, and Vox.com is far left enemies of America. And this tweet, I mean this headline from May 17th, 2022. After that, uh, after the mass shooting, right? Vox.com, where replacement theory comes from and why it refuses to go away. The subtitle reads, White supremacist conspiracy theory has a long history in the United States and abroad. By Fabiola, Fabiola Cineas. And then go back seven years to 2015. Another headline from the very same website, Vox. Here's when you can expect racial minorities to be the majority in each state of the United States, presumably. By Janae Desmond-Harris. Wow. So, seven years ago, they were saying, whites are being replaced. Seven years later, to just last week, they're saying... It's a white supremacist conspiracy theory. So are Vox white supremacists? They think whites are superior? And they, is that why they want to get rid of the whites? Because the whites don't go along with their mess So, as a majority? Lisa says, whites still comprise over 70% of the U.S. population. Our replacement won't happen for generations. I don't think that's true. I mean, I don't think all of that's true. Who knows? One cannot predict the future, but, or some people maybe can project pretty good guess of what's going on, but uh, those, aren't normal, those aren't all normal whites, Lisa. 
you're an expert on medical stuff. You may not be an expert on, uh, on what whites are. <laughs> I am the expert on what whites are. Are Italians white? I keep on asking the question. Speaking of the Italians who were brought up by Jim Acosta and his, his dead-eyed buddy, sleepy-eyed buddy, sleepy eyelids, uh, Carl Cameron. Uh, because those include non those include uh, Hispanic whites. If you count non-Hispanic whites, it's supposedly sixty-three percent. Some say even less. So anyway, <laughs> Lisa says, "Okay, hey, haha." All right. So uh, let me play a little bit more propaganda in the last ten minutes here before the uh, top of the hour. <laughs> Let me play some more propaganda for you. This is from Yahoo News slash Business Insider, clip 11. Here's more anti-Fox News, faux news propaganda from this. Is he a light-skinned black guy or did they lighten him up? Is he really actually black? He has this African-sounding last name. Railing against Fox News, Tucker Carlson. Using media matters as an expert. Media matters. There's this liberal woman who's maybe an Italian or something like that. I'm not sure. Maybe Hispanic. Media matters are far-left enemies of America who hate uh, Christians and whites. But anyway, here's this guy going after... Oh. Okay, yeah. Here's this guy going after Fox News Business Insider. Did you realize that Business Insider are enemies of you? Here it is. Listen to this. Ever since Fox News started in 1996, they have been on one. And by the way, for all you kids watching at home, Santa just is white. Poor families nice. in America have. 99% of them have a refrigerator. A fist bump, a pound, a terrorist fist jab. Recently, though, Obama. Fox News opinion programs have been accused of something far more sinister. What's that last name? How precisely is diversity our strength? Can you think, for example, of other institutions, such as, I don't know, marriage or military units, in which the less people have in common, the more cohesive they are? Diversity yep. of the kind we're all supposed to be celebrating, whether it's hey. religious or racial or linguistic or cultural, all of that, they are sources of tension and conflict. That's Jared Taylor, a popular white supremacist. If you're asking why in the world does Tucker Carlson sound like that guy, you are not alone. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that Fox News opinion programs have been echoing white supremacist talking points to their millions of viewers. Oh no, wait, that's exactly what I'm saying. Here's how they do it. By now, we all know what racism is. It's racist to assume that I'm good at basketball. It's true, but it's racist. White supremacists have a specific purpose, though. They believe in policies that will lead them to the ultimate goal, a whites-only society. That's because they believe that white people are inherently superior to other races and therefore shouldn't coexist with them. However, that goal is threatened by what they call the Great Replacement. The Great Replacement is a white supremacist theory that says white populations around the world are being maliciously marginalized and replaced by people of color. In reality, we just want you to season your food a bit, but... The Great Um. Replacement is the framework through which Fox News opinion programs parrot white supremacy. 
It's an ideology that is deployed with a lot of fear. Christina Lopez is the deputy director of extremism at Media Matters. There's a lot of fear <laughs> and victimization behind it. You know, they convince audiences that every non-white population is, is a risk. But you see it a lot in Fox News and primetime specifically with anti-immigrant segments. The America that we know and love doesn't exist anymore. Massive demographic changes have been foisted upon the American people. Laura Ingram. And they're changes that none of us ever voted for and most of us don't like. Facts. Latin American countries are changing election outcomes here by forcing demographic change on this country at a rate that American voters consistently say they don't want. Put Facts. out welcome wagons, pile hey. them high, because you know, we're just going to consign tens of thousands, perhaps millions of Americans to their deaths. This great replacement rhetoric Based is effective dogs. at fueling anxieties that Americans already have. If you're concerned about the economy, the job market, or healthcare coverage, the great replacement theory provides you with someone to blame. This has been incredibly successful with, with fear mongers, right? You'll see Tucker Carlson talking about how, you know, this town doesn't look the same as it used to look. In the year 2000, Hazleton was less than 2% Hispanic. Today, thanks to mass immigration, Hazleton is majority Hispanic. Crazy. When it comes to great replacement rhetoric, Tucker Carlson has faced scrutiny before. In August 2018, Tucker said that the South African government was seizing lands from white farmers because yep. they were white. That is literally the definition of racism. It's a talking point that until then lived only on extremely partisan platforms on the internet. Users on white supremacist platforms like Stormfront said South Africa was committing, quote, white genocide. In an investigation, the BBC found no proof that farmers were being killed at a higher rate than average citizens. And oh, homicides okay. where farmers were the victims were at a 19-year low. However, <laughs> soon after Tucker's segment, the President of the United States tweeted that he was ordering Secretary of State Mike Pompeo to investigate oh, these awesome. claims. He even tagged Tucker Carlson in the tweet. Erroneous white supremacist rhetoric echoed by Fox News made it to the ear of the President of the United States, influencing him to make it part of our government's day job. Can you hear me? To truly understand what's at stake here, there's one more place that the Great Replacement rhetoric is common. In October 2018, a mass shooting occurred at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh. Just before the attack, the shooter condemned a Jewish-run refugee charity, claiming that they bring in invaders that kill our people, which echoes a common Great Replacement narrative. In March 2019, another mass shooting occurred at two mosques in New Zealand, killing 49 people. <laughs> before that attack, the shooter wrote a manifesto. Its title, The Great Replacement. Fox News wow. did not influence these attacks. But it's concerning that rhetoric associated with extremist concepts like the Great Replacement can be heard on air. I reached out to Fox News with my argument and they provided me with two statements. We will not allow voices like Laura Ingram, Lou Dobbs, or Tucker Carlson to be censored by agenda-driven intimidation efforts from the intolerant partisan activists like Media Matters, whose only goal is to silence conservative thought they don't agree with. And through a spokesperson, Laura Ingram said, my comments were based on research published in the Washington Post on immigration and America's changing demographics. Duh. Attempts by left-wing media outlets to attribute nefarious motives to my remarks speaks to their intolerance and bias, not mine. 
Again, the only thing I'm intolerant of is unseasoned food, but... At the end of the day, the language we use can have a lasting impact on those on the receiving end of it. It cannot be the case that this kind of rhetoric has this much influence. I don't know what he means by that. But that's, that's prop- that's trash from Business Insider. And you called Jared Taylor a- <laughs> Yeah. You called Jared Taylor a white supremacist. Jared Taylor is a white advocate. He's not even a white nationalist. At least he doesn't use that term. He calls himself a white advocate. But they want to call him a white supremacist. In reality, we just want you to season your food more, says this guy with this affirmative action hire, I argue. That is, makes me want to spit. Unseasoned chicken is fine, actually. <laughs> it's fine. At least I think it is. I had, well, maybe it is seasoned anyway, but it's not heavily seasoned. Christina Lopez, uh, on the extremism for media matters. Chris, you want to comment on this mess? <laughs> let's get some, let's get Chris in here to comment on this in our last few minutes of this first hour, guys. Yeah, I just want to start with the, the anti-white slur of the, the unseasoned food. Yeah. I will not stand by these... Racist, <laughs> frankly, <laughs> remarks. Uh, yeah, it, it's very, <laughs> they're so condescending. Yeah. You know, they, they have their position and, you know, they can make these little jabs. It's pretty funny. Uh, but yeah, when you watch something like that, you know, I, I try not to get too frustrated about it, but it's just they have so much influence with the media. Yeah. They they can just spin spin the narrative and like what they say is gospel, uh, when it's it's just pretty simple. You you can just look at facts on the ground, right? Like great replacement theory. Like it's just it, there's <laughs> there's no theory about it. I look at the demographics from the '60s to now, right? It's, and it's it's not the same. I, I don't know what it's pretty this, staggering. Theory, Actually. but it, I, I will say this though. Um, given that this last shooting was basically, I mean, a, an ace in the hole for them, yeah. just on a silver platter, you got a guy using all the rhetoric. A young white man kills mostly black people, like said he targeted them. Yeah. Like I mean, just all that stuff. According to the reports. Yeah, according to the report, if, if it's all true. But, yeah. I mean, let's just, for the sake, yeah. of, sake of argument, that happened. They have, you know, they have overplayed their hand. And I, I would say, generally speaking, generally speaking, the, the general public is not really falling for it. Um, because I think there would have been, you know, may, maybe they were sort of planning some, something else. But I would say short, shortly after all that happened, one, they disbanded that Ministry of Truth. Right. I, I don't remember what they were. The Disinformation Board. Yeah, the Disinformation Board. In the Biden administration. Board. Wow. Yeah, so right, at, so right after a shooting, you know, of, of a white guy who kills black people, they disband. Good point. The, the, the Ministry of Truth. They would only be doing something like that, again, if they, if they were 
that would have emboldened it. If yeah, anything. exactly. That yeah. would have, you know, that would have gotten them more money. Yeah, funnel, more legitimacy. Funnel to them, more legitimacy. So it kind of shows that they're they're sort of being forced to go back to the drawing board to, yeah. well, spread more lies, basically. Um, so, you know, in, in the short term, I, I will say it's, you know, I'll, I'll take a W when I can take a W. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, those, those, you see those little videos and they try to spin certain things about, you know, white replacement and like, oh, it's, it's a theory and it's, oh, it's kooky and only white supremacists use it. It is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Okay. And, you know, th those videos, they, they just crack me up. Because, I mean, yeah. it's just from, obviously, from my perspective, being like so much into it. Uh, you know, I, I can just see it. It's just clear as day now. But right. again, it's it's a nice white pill to see that even somebody who's just kind of a casual listener or somebody who's just kind of not paying attention to politics or what have you, they're sort of seeing through this facade, this the fake news that they're trying to spread. Yeah, it's nice to see. That is, you know, there's another there's another fake news push that I've been uh, promoting a little bit as a losing argument is, you know, the Amber Heard thing. Mm -hmm. It seems like, in general, most people are not falling for this, oh, Amber Heard is a victim. But the mainstream media, I've seen article after article. Not, I haven't, I don't pay attention to everything. But I've seen multiple headlines trying to cast her as a victim. And no, these, these, these Johnny Depp fans are just trolls. And it, people... Poor Amber Heard. She spoke out, and now they hate her for speaking out about her victimhood. Mm -hmm. And people aren't really falling for it. And that's kind of a, another white pill, if you will. Because it's nice to see that, no, it's quite clear that Johnny Depp, and I'm no fan of Johnny Depp, really, is, uh, I just hate women. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, people is... can see that, that, oh no, women are evil. Right. Yep. Because it's, it's good to see, you know, some, some fairness. Because right. Because they, from their point of view, it's been nothing. What they present is a, a point of view that throughout history, men can do whatever they want. And women have been the victim of that. Right. And it's. Same thing with whites against blacks. Yeah, and it, <laughs> exactly. And then they'll say that's what we're saying where we're just basically saying like, well, let's look at it objectively and we'll, you know, suss out a fair assessment of what we're dealing with. Because, I mean, if, if like a guy commits a crime, okay, you know, jail, whatever, whatever the consequences are, I'm not against right. punishing people for committing crimes. Yeah. But in fact, we're the most whites in general and men are, in general are the most pro-actual justice people right. in, the, in the country. And the world, seemingly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're orderly. We have a... Self-policing. Yeah. Conservatives are. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. Think, I think we have the most sort of, I don't know, reality-based sense of fairness. Yeah. Uh, you know, out there. So, yeah, that, that absolutely is uh, another white pill. That, that sort of example that we are not falling for the <laughs> exaggerations anymore. Like, right. When they just... No matter how propped up they are. Yeah, when they go into <laughs> hysterics, 
we're yeah. not we're not falling for it anymore, which that's good. It's good to be trending in that direction. Yeah. Well, thank you, Chris. We are um, just past the top of the hour, guys. I will get to your calls. I have more, a little bit more to say on this, you know, the white replacement thing. I was watching Modern Politics a little bit of it last night, a show called Modern Politics that presents news that I haven't seen before. But um, let's listen to more Volmar, guys, as in Justin Volmar. He goes by Volmar in this second album that I'm going to play from you. This is from 2004. The album, 13 or so people who need chances. And it's out on Blue Sanct Records or whatever you want to call it. Blue Sanct. All one word. Capital S, though, in the middle of the word. And the first, well, the first, I'm going to play the first two tracks of it. The first one is, who you, who have you never spoken with? Spilled upon the ground. Which is, maybe a little, uh, I'll leave that alone. And the second track is Dove for Sale. I hope you enjoy it, guys. Angela, I know you want me to only play... Shout out to the Facebook crew. I know you only want me to play one track per break, but I'm not listening to you, at least not uh, today. Actually, not all this week, probably. Because I want to get through this album. It's a cool album. Anyway, guys, I think this is Christian. This guy is a Christian. It's kind of referencing, actually, a biblical passage. But anyway, I think it is uh, even child-friendly. It's, it's a Christian guy, Justin Volmar. Volmar, uh, 13 or so people who need chances. Enjoy. And uh, it's nice and soft. And I'll be right back for the rest of Hour 2. Hang tight. I've been looking for my lover, but there is no one I'm in love with And there's someone in my corner who I've never even spoken with There is a light, son, look around, you've got to wake up, look around Since it's hard to find a lover And there's no one I'm in love with I'll go digging in my closet For the ones I've never spoken with There is a light, son, look around This isn't right What have you found? You've got to wake up, look around You've got to think of what you've found Here without a lover In the pits I chose to dwell And I've got them in my bowels The ones I wouldn't ever fall In love with And now There is no light Sun, look around This isn't right What have you found? What have you spilled upon the ground? Oh, you've got to wake up, look around You've got to think of what you've found What have you spilled upon the ground? Who have you spilled upon the ground?
Pardon me, sir, would you like a dove? Winter's not as lonely with a dove. Pure as gold, sure as it can fly. You'll agree, I think you'll be the kind. Isn't this nice, guys? Well, now, son, your offer seems just fine. Such a bird would surely treat me right. But in a cage so stiff and cold, could any bird not turn to stone? Answer, do you think it still could love? Does Hake expect us to like this music? <laughs> it's nice and soft, though. No strings are attached, the price is fair. No cage will be needed, I can swear. Loyal, true, sure to stay with you. You'll agree, I promise to be fair. So cool. Well then, son, your offer suits me fine. Soy-based music. This here devil surely treat me right. For all I need is something live, loyal to me through all time. I will love it, true and kind. Feed it with these hands of mine. Pure as gold, sure as I'm alive. Thank you, son, you've truly been so kind. Open mic at Starbucks, anyone? <laughs> Terrible. Is this Jack Johnson? Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed that. I know I do. Uh... Why does Hake like this stuff? <laughs> He's laughing. <laughs> Hake's his own man. You got to deal with it. Yeah, I dance to my own music. That's my answer to JLP's biblical question. It just sounds cheap. I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, don't. Never commit suicide. Don't do it. Absolute death. Do not. Pull the plug, Chris. This <laughs> is 10TJ. Uh, Hake thinks... All women who dislike his music are evil. <laughs> True, Chris. What's up, Chris? And AZ. Uh, somebody was saying Sufjan Stevens. Somebody was comparing it to Juno. Uh, somebody said Juno, which I never saw. Napoleon Dynamite music. Yeah, I know. I don't, I'm not a fan of that precious stuff. But I don't know. I, I like Justin Vollmer still. I like Vollmer. He sounds... He does sound feminine, according to J.J. Money. <sighs> I know. I understand. I understand your concern. Probably a liberal, but I like his melodies. Anyway, thank you guys for bearing with me. I have some super chats to read and some calls to get to and some comments to share and other, perhaps, stories to talk about. But uh, over there on Odyssey, Shaggy Boy says, black people give me unseasoned french fries all the time. Blacks. Man, where are you from, Shaggy Boy? What a terrible way to live. Shaggy Boy tried to fast forward. Didn't work. I don't want to listen to a not morally straight singer talk about what's in his bowels. No. Anyway. It's, it's old school talk. Kind of like a Bible times talk. In the Old Testament, there was a man who uh, refused to give his late brother's widow a child after he did not, after the late brother did not give the widow a child, and he spilled on the ground, and God killed him for it. If you follow my drift, I want to keep it child-friendly. 
but God killed him for it, according to the Old Testament. That's what I'm picturing when he's talking about that. And I think that he's talking about, uh, you know, basically the evil, you know, pornography, basically. That's what I think that he's talking about. So he's not being not morally, he's trying to be morally straight, but yeah, I get it with his Simon and Garfunkel wannabe. Yes, Shaggy Boy, that's what it reminded me of too. Yeah, the guy sounded kind of like Simon and Garfunkel, who probably, I don't think they were Christians, and they didn't go along either. Anyway, um, <laughs> yes, Tim Scott, the real Tim Scott. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> By light, I don't know how God killed him, but he killed him. I remember reading it in the Bible. I've read, I've read, I have, have read the Bible. <sighs> Not good to be sneaky, evil, uh, selfish. Wait one second. What verse is that story in? <laughs> you mean book? It's in, like, Genesis, I want to say. I think it was in Genesis. It was in the early days. Okay. Um, let me get to a call or two, guys. Thomas in Oklahoma is on the line. Thomas, thank you for calling and holding. How are you doing? Doing pretty well, Hank. How are you doing? Doing fine. I appreciate it. A rainy day here in Oklahoma, so I'm off work. I usually drive an ice cream truck. Oh, really? Okay. Yes, sir. So you know, there is an ice cream. There's an ice cream. That reminds me, there's an ice cream man in the movie. I mean, in the song called "Blew Up the Clinic Real Good," and this ice cream man did not want the kitties to go away, so he blew up a abortion clinic so that they couldn't kill the kitties. That's a song? Yeah, it's a song from a Christian singer named Steve Taylor. Is that the one you just played? No. It was a, it's a rockin' Christian song. Blew up the <laughs> clinic real good. Have you heard the new Tyson James uh, Roe v. Wade song? I have not. That's a white uh, Christian conservative rapper, rapper yeah. right? Yep. Yeah. Did he, is Tyson James one of the guys who shares, like, Jesse Beta type stuff? Okay. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He uses a lot of kind of Jesse's lingo nice. in his stuff. Um, anyways, uh, it's good to talk to you, Hank. I just wanted to say, uh, it's been a while. I don't know if you remember me. I've called in, you know, before, but it's been a long time because I've had, you know, more nine-to-five jobs, so I couldn't really okay. uh, call right. in. Right on. I respect it, and I understand. Uh, cool. I got a couple things on the list. I know I called in about is America at the point of no return, but mm-hmm. I wanted to comment on the Amber Heard thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, go for it. You know, everyone's saying it's a win for men, right? Y- yeah. Yeah. Like Chris, Chris and I kind of did. Yeah. I don't, I, I mean, I don't really believe that. I okay. mean, it somewhat is, but you have to realize Johnny Depp has tons of money. You know, no, if a, ra- a regular guy who would, go through the same thing would not be able to defend himself. Oh, and you know and, what? I don't even know if Johnny Depp is going to win this $50 million lawsuit, uh, defamation yeah. lawsuit against Amber Heard. Well, she Heard. needs to go to prison. I, I, don't even think, think so? I don't even think it should be a defamation thing. She needs to go to prison. For what? For lying. Oh, for, wow. Dang. That's what yeah. they're trying to say about T- Tucker Carlson. <laughs> so, no. what was her li- what was her lie? Because I didn't really keep. I just I know that she's a phony. I know that she uh, roundabout, underhandedly ac- accused Johnny without well, coming out and saying abuse, anything about his abuse. You okay. know, 
I mean, she blamed him. I've gone through this personally, and I don't want to spill all the beans. Right. But uh, I had a roommate who was female who was a hardcore alcoholic. Yikes. And uh, she was also epileptic. And wow. she would uh, go crazy and uh, flip out on me at random times. I, I did tons of work over there, construction stuff, and helped out. But anyway, she had assaulted me multiple times. I'd had to call the police wow. multiple times, and they showed up. They had a whole record of everything. Was and this then, a girlfriend uh, who became a roommate, or what was the? If if you don't mind, no, my asking. no, no. It was just no. It was just a roommate. Okay. Meaning a ha- meaning an uh, apartment mate, separate bedrooms. Right, 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 right. Platonic. Yeah. Right. Uh, anyways, so uh, it came to the third, I think it was like the third time or fourth time she assaulted me. I hit back once, Ooh. you know, uh-huh. and uh, she called uh, She called the police and then uh, I was moved. I basically had moved out at that point because it was starting to get crazy. Yeah. And uh, the police showed up. I went to court and I talked to the judge and she had a detective who was the neighbor there who I got them to be friends. Uh, she was supposed to be Christian. My roommate with his, was an atheist, and this detective who, lady lied on the stand. Wait, the, who, is, the who is supposed to be a Christian? The, the female detective? Yes. Okay, and your roommate and, uh, was an atheist. Right. And the and, female and Christian the was detective... The one. Yeah, and the female Christian detective lied on the stand against you? Yeah, she said we had had to call the police multiple times on him before. Oh, for, and I was like, and I was like, Your Honor, that's a lie. You know, as a female judge, everybody who was on this like small, it was like civil court, so it was like a small jury yeah. thing. They were all females. I mean, everybody. Whew. And uh, so, and so, she lies to the judge, and I say, Judge, you know, that's wrong. You can look at the police records. I'm the one who called. Okay. You know, there's reports of it. I have a picture of me with a fat lip. You know, where she busted my lip once. And uh, it didn't even matter. And I had her on video, too, on my phone of her freaking out, breaking down my door, you know, yelling, calling me, uh, you know, loser or effing whatever. Right. And uh, and so the judge, you know, and the judge was like, all right, I don't need to see any more video. And so I thought she was going to take my side. And then she just turned around and took her side. And uh, I had a phone, too, that I was letting her use. Uh and I had two phones, and then so she, I got her to admit that she had my phone, and the judge still let her keep my phone because she said I didn't need two phones. And I was like, she was like, why do you need your phone back? I was like, because it's my phone. So the whole system, I'm just saying for I guys mean, you're there, a sucker, though. You kind of get what you deserve. What do you mean? You're a sucker for moving in with a crazy woman. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And giving no, her right, your phone right. and all that. Yeah, you're right. You you're right. Although, although it's wrong, if your story is true, you uh, brought this on yourself. But anyways, that's, yeah, I'm going to wrap ahead. that story up. Yeah. But uh, it's just a, kind of but, advice for guys out there. You know, you can't, you can hope if you have a lot of money, you can pay a lawyer and maybe fight your case. But for the most part, you're going to lose against women. I have a super chat from Asmodor. This guy is missing the forest for the trees. It's a win for men because it raises awareness of how women are, how the courts side with women, and people are siding with Depp. Change happens slowly in increments. Maybe, maybe, but uh, I think, it, yeah, probably it does have a little bit of an effect, but mm-hmm. I think most people who are getting that lesson from this already know it, you know. I think most people who don't believe, you know, really realize the attack on men aren't going to think about it in that way. Uh, 
But the other thing I want to say is, and this is the most important part, is they okay. said white people can't season food. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I, okay, I'm a chef. Uh, nice. I cooked a meal for my whole family the other night, and it was like people were saying it was some of the best stuff they ever had. Anyways, a whole bunch of tacos, <laughs> uh, fish and chicken tacos, refried beans and rice and coleslaw. Anyways, nice. So the if they want to say white people can't season food, then why are the top chefs in the world all white? They're European, they're Swedish, they're French, you know, British. All the top chefs who make the best food are white. So I don't know why they keep saying white people can't season food. <laughs> Interesting point, man. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. And uh, the last question I had for you is, uh, is America at the point of no return? I don't know. You know, uh, there is peop- individuals within America can repent. And there are individuals in America repenting. And that is, they are not past the point of no return. Maybe there are many who are. And, you know, the, they're, we're getting flooded. And we've been flooded for decades with people who do not have our values, have real American values. And then the children are not raised properly. And so it looks like a losing battle. But I would never say never. And it's not ours to say, honestly. It's not for us to say that America is over. It's for us to stand up for what's right and have faith in God that this is what we're supposed to do and we're going to keep doing it, whatever the outcome. We're not, we're not so results-based that we give up when it looks like the results can't go in our favor. Right. I, I know we shouldn't give up or give up hope, but I don't know. I have a, the pastor of my church ran for office and he just talked about how, uh, he, um, he says even the Republicans, and this is Oklahoma, he said even the conservatives are selling you down the river, you know, the so-called true. conservatives, yep. Republicans. Very true. I appreciate it, Thomas. Global. It's good to hear from you, man. Do call me yes, again sir, when you have the you chance. Ahead. Do call me again on a rainy day. All right, I will. <laughs> All right, take care. Bye. Bye. Wow. Okay. Um, before I get back to calls, I want to talk a little bit more about this great replacement thing. You know, uh, the guy mentioned about seasoning food and all that mess, and he's talking about, oh, there, um, we're a lot of, there's a lot of anxiety in America, and they want to scapegoat people. He didn't use the term scapegoat. I learned the word scapegoat. I feel like I might have been in like high school or maybe before that because the Nazis scapegoated the Jews because there was a lot of anxiety in Germany. And so they scapegoated the Jews because the Jews were, I guess, successful. And so the, the whites were just jealous of it. The Jews, and we scapegoated them. We being the Germans. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I have a little bit of German in me, right? Uh... And they would call me a Nazi, right? But no, I'm American. And they would call it, they said fear-mongering. They being this business insider Yahoo thing, Yahoo News video by that light-skinned, light-skinned black guy smearing Fox News using Media Matters. But they're the ones scapegoating the whites. They're saying white supremacy, this fear-mongering. 
And they're claiming that it's a conspiracy theory. No, it was done kind of in open. There were lies. There were lies saying that uh, the 1965 Immigration Act would not change the demographics. Didn't Ted Kennedy or Robert Kennedy or one of those Kennedys? I mentioned this last time and one of you guys corrected me. Uh, said, oh, it's not going to change stuff. So there were lies, but it wasn't really done in Ted Kennedy, I guess. Yeah. It wasn't done in secret exactly. It was kind of done against the will of the people. And against the will of the people, they're, they're never closing the border. Seemingly, the people want the border closed, but the uh, commie capitalists don't want to. Commie capitalists meaning rhinos and Democrats. And rhinos are a plenty. Weakness, cowardice, corruption, you know, it's so, it's so wrong. Um, so we're just accusing each other of fear-mongering. Remember that Trump tweet, by the way? The guy brought up the uh, South Africa. He brought up Trump's tweet in like 2017, I think it was, talking about, I am directing... My Secretary of State Mike Pompeo to look into what's going on in South Africa with the farm murders and the land expropriation without comp- compensation, taking away the whites' farms, taking away the whites' land. The native whites, by the way, they're native. They're the founders of that country. The Afrikaans, Afrikaners, the, the Boers. And they're the most hated. And farm murders are at a 19-year low because there's so many, so few farm murder, farm, farmers left to murder. I think. That's my speculation. They said farm murders are... BBC. And that guy loves... Never mind. I don't want to say I saw that in the chat. It made me chuckle. But anyway. BBC, the far-left British outlet that also hates white people in uh, UK. Also hates truth. Where was Pompeo on what's going on? Where was Pompeo? And those are like torture murders, what they're doing to the farmers. Yeah, murders are, are through the roof in South Africa. Black on black and black on white and black on colored and maybe colored doing it too a little bit. Colored being the mixed people in South Africa. But the whites are like a declining population through murders, through like escaping. They're becoming refugees. Did Mike Pompeo, the supposed Christian Mike Pompeo, actually look into that? Or was Trump just hoping that he would do it? And he never did it. (laughs) Uh, I'm chuckling at a super chat that I see. Shall I read this? Shall I share what's so funny with the audience? Uh, Brandon M. says, Blacks put ketchup on steak. That... They should be sent back to Africa sheerly on that. (laughs) Yeah, Pompeo is snake in the grass. Um, Let me share this. uh, Before I get back to cause, I just want to finish off this little point on uh, the white replacement theory mess. White replacement theory. I never said it until, I never used that term until like the uh, so-called mainstream media talked about it. But... You guys remember Tim Wise? Maybe some of you don't. There's this guy named Tim Wise. Has he been on the Jesse Lee Peterson show? If it was, it was before I was producer. I heard about him because he's this Jewish guy, Jewish white guy, 
who put out this book called White Like Me or something like that. And he's kind of fallen from, uh, fallen in terms of being his popularity because he's been replaced. He's been, re- he's, he's been white replaced by the POCs. I remember this Asian girl called Not Your Asian Sidekick on um, Twitter. She went viral on Twitter and then she went into hiding because, you know, she couldn't deal with the uh, public scrutiny, I guess, or threats or something like that. But this nasty liberal Asian female who said, I'm not your Asian sidekick. She, I remember her going after Tim Wise because Tim Wise was disagreeing with her. Tim Wise is this Jewish guy, anti-racist, hates JLP. Here he is at Politicon. I didn't realize he was this fat. I don't think he used to be this fat. Doesn't he look kind of fat? Not the fattest of fat, but he's, he is. Um, just, uh, just a side note. But he's at Politicon, the political, oh man, political organization. Looks like a regular white guy. But uh, no, he's, he is indeed Jewish. So he, like, when you attack him, you're, he accuses you of anti-Semitism. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, he put out these tweets on the Buffalo shooter and, uh, you know, the fake thing of um, anti-racism. And I got it from the news outlet, news and commentary outlet called Modern Politics with the, this guy Warren Balog, whose stuff I've played before. I played clips of, uh, who's that lady who died? She was Bill Clinton's Secretary of State. Uh, just this Jewish lady who just looks like a witch. She looks like George Soros, but she's a woman. Uh, I'm blanking on her name. <laughs> People in the chat, you guys will know. I'll mention it later. Um, but anyway, uh, I came across this guy from my former de facto producer, Dylon. And they shared, he and his uh, co-host shared these tweets from this guy, Tim Wise, a blue check mark on Twitter. I thought that he, Tim Jacob Wise, by the way, he's not a Christian. He's very unchristian. And he described him as very Warren Balog, described this Tim Wise guy, <laughs> yeah, wise guy is right, as he didn't use the word vicious, vitriolic. Vitriolic. Okay, so listen to this bunch of tweets. The Buffalo Shooters Manifesto rants about immigration and white birth rates, both of which feature prominently in mainstream conservative and MAGA, Make America Great Again, pro-Trump, rhetoric. And he embraces an explicitly accelerationist rationale. Accelerationist means let's start a race war to wake the whites up to the attack on them so that they wake up and then fight and then maybe they'll win. That's what accelerationism is, I think. Accelerationist rationale for violence, hoping to cause further strife and societal collapse. Tim Wise goes on, those who spread these ideas are to blame, not just the ones who pull the trigger. I say that's false. I say that's false. I mean, you blame the people who are lying, and you blame the people who are pushing anger, but you don't blame the people who tell the truth, and then somebody acts out erratically in overreaction to the truth. So, Tim Wise, I disagree with you there. Tim Wise goes on, there is nowhere else replacement theory, rhetoric, and logic can lead to, lead to except for violence. It is inevitable. Interesting. He says, once you accept the notion that white people are being genocided, white genocide, talking about white genocide, by immigration, demographic replacement, etc., violence becomes the logical, awful endpoint. Is that so, Tim Wise? Is that so? 
He says, it's not like a simple disagreement over proper immigration policy or taxes or policing or schools. It's existential to these, oops, uh, cover your eyes, kids, racist A-word bleep holes. These, they believe they are from some special genetic stock, despite their own utter failures as human beings. And as such, they must defend the race from extinction. There is no way for that rhetoric to end but with violence. So he says, okay. So that was from Tim Wise. But the lady co-host on this uh, Modern Politics points out that uh, another quote purportedly from Tim Wise, and I believe that it is from Tim Wise. They don't put out false info that I know of. Special genetic stock. <laughs> uh, and, you know, these people have said that it happens, that it's going to happen. Joe Bi- Sleazy Joe Biden himself has said, an unrelenting stream of immigration. Uh, white European stock like me will become an absolute minority. And that's not a, it's not a bad thing. It's a source of our strength. That's sleazy Joe Biden. Something to that effect back in 2014 or something like that. Talking to, I forget where, the UN or some trashy, around a table, which a bunch of other people, kissing up. So he himself has said it. That it's, oh, we're going to be an absolute minority. And that's a source of our strength. Anyway, uh, Tim Wise himself has said this very thing. This is a quote purportedly from Tim Wise, according to Modern Politics. In the pantheon of American history, conservative old white people have pretty much always been the bad guys, the keepers of hegemonic and reactionary flame, the folks unwilling to share the category of American with others. Excuse me. On equal terms. Fine, keep it up. It doesn't matter because you're on the endangered list. Wow, white, conservative old white people are on the endangered list? And unlike, say, the bald eagle or some exotic species of muskrat, you're not worth saving, conservative old white people. In 40 years or so, maybe fewer, there won't be any more white people around who actually remember the leave it to beaver, father knows best, Opie Taylor down at the at the fishing hole corn pone. Oh, sorry, kids. Cover your ears. Cover your eyes. B.S. And he he doesn't mean the bogus speech word. He actually said the bad word that you hold so near and dear to your heart. Man, modern politics is real news. They uh, that is uh, vitriol, right? Looking down on on wholesome old white stuff. Anyway. There won't be any more white folks around who think the 1950s were the good old days because there won't be any more white folks around who actually remember them. And it was pointed out by the lady who you can vaguely see in the background. Um, so that's, that's uh, Tim Wise repeating that the uh, whites are not going to be around. The uh, old school decent whites who have some sense and decency and remember uh, a different way of being. Will not be around. Isn't that interesting? So is he responsible? The mainstream media, like, article after article, headline after headline, they've been talking about, you're being replaced. We can replace them. Uh, Whites are going to be the minority and stuff like that. I think white children under, what, 18 now, probably are already a minority in the, in the country compared to their other, you know, their uh, people in their age group. If I'm not mistaken. 
Correct me if I'm wrong. Shout out to Wally Cleaver, says uh, Tyler. Uh, whoever that is, I'm not, I'm one of those old, some of those, one of those getting older whites, but I never remembered that much of Leave It to Beaver or whatever. Uh, but that's, uh, is Tim Wise responsible for this? And I say yes. I say the mainstream media is responsible for the radicalization and the feeding of anger of both whites and blacks against each other. And uh, um, they're causing, they're spreading, uh, causing whites to get mad at the Jews and everything and uh, making the Jews get mad at the whites. There was a, there was a headline that I saw on TKR Official on Telegram of, uh, let me just show this briefly, of this, uh, there's this Jewish lady who, sh- who was spray painting, she spray painted a swastika on this sign that talked about Jewish, this daily, New York Daily News, Jewish woman busted for scrawl- scrawling swastikas in Brooklyn's Borough Park. It's an article by Noah Goldberg. Also, probably not a Christian, but he's putting out the truth. And it was a New York Daily News article, May 20th. <laughs> and I, didn't, I don't have the video, but, like, I guess some security camera video footage catches this. It's a Jewish lady, and you can see in this. Um, anyway, she's, like, spray paints a swastika. And she did it multiple times, apparently. <laughs> it's the symbol of peace, right? The hooked cross, the Hakenkreuz. Uh, and, uh, is, did you show the one where it's like, did, did I include the one where it's like, and, uh, okay, jewbelong.com, hashtag end Jew hate. We are 75 years since the gas chambers, so no, a, a billboard calling out Jew hate isn't an overreaction, and it has a swastika painted over it. And I think purportedly that's... That may be one of the ones that was, uh, that she did. I don't know if it's, or maybe it's just an example. But so frequently, women, Jewish people, gays, blacks, black college students, you know, those educated blacks, education is the solution. Blacks will spray paint the N-word on, uh, dormitory walls or bathroom walls, and then... They'll do this march and say, oh, we need to stop the racism. And then, in fact, it was a black or a, or a Jew or a, uh, or a gay or whatever. <laughs> there was this radical homosexual organist for a, for a um, church who spray-painted swastikas on his own church building, radical homosexual-friendly church building, after Trump got elected or after he was inaugurated or something like that. Whole bunch of fake hate crimes. Uh, that's why it's partly why I say that these uh, hate crimes legislation should be abolished because it only encourages these evil people to do this uh, defamation of whites by faking hate crimes. So wrong. Taking a gulp of water. Sorry, guys. Not sorry, but forgive me. Maybe I shouldn't do it like that. Let me go back to that Tim Wise, uh, Tim Wise folder. There was a couple of Time Magazine covers that those guys showed in that news story. Uh, look at these Time Magazine news, it's not a news, 
Time Magazine covers Time Magazine special issue from 1993. Take a good look at this woman, reads this, uh, the cover of this Time issue from 1993. She was created by a computer from a mix of several races. What you see is a remarkable preview of the new face of America. How immigrants are shaping the world's first multicultural society. Look at that. And it looks like uh, Meghan Markle or something like that. Doesn't it look like a, uh, maybe not exactly Meghan Markle. It looks like Cortez, Sandy Cortez, except lighter and less horsey-faced. But she's pretty. Pretty evil. Look at that. And then, uh, it's basically, it's a non-white. It's a mixed person. Oh, yes, mixed people. That's a good, that's a good idea. Uh, and then Time Magazine, 2012. This is outrageous. This is before I was producer. Yeah, coffee. Uh, this is before I was producer for the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Um, Time Magazine from 2012. We are Americans. And it has pictures of purportedly a bunch of illegals, including this, I think he's a Filipino illegal named, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, but he's the guy who's founded Shameless Illegal Alien. And he's founded this organization called Define American. And this, head, this uh, Time Magazine cover says, We are Americans, asterisk. And the asterisk below describes, Just not legally. We're some of the nearly 12 million undocumented immigrants living in the U.S. Why we're done hiding. By Jose, oh, here, here's the guy's name, Jose Antonio Vargas, which is not Mexican, it's a Filipino name. Filipinos are the Asian Mexicans. They're, the Spanish went into the Philippines. This guy is a shameless illegal alien and a radical homosexual. And he was writing, I, was he one of the guys who was writing for Washington Compost and then he came out of the closet as an illegal? Maybe there's a different story. But these people are in-your-face, shameless, uh, evil, trying to subvert the, na- the notion of American. I-, I used to have one friend who said that the fall of, before the fall of Rome, the Romans lost track of what it meant to be Roman. Isn't that sort of what's happening to America? Losing track of what it means to be American. Americans used to be Anglos. And they had American values, high trust society, um, freedom, morality, Christianity, or at least respect for Christianity. Whites of good character, men running the show. Dream act babies, says Tim Scott. Yeah. I am shaking my head. It's so sick. So thank you uh, for the uh, new, real news from Modern Politics and uh, also from Yahoo News and, <laughs> and uh, Commie Nonsense Network and Fox News. Man, anyway, let me get to, I have to get to William in California. He's on the line, wants to talk about my guests from last week. William in California, how are you doing? Hey. Hey, how you doing? Good morning. How was your weekend, man? It was great. I it was Good. restful, but I exercised and and I 
taking it kind of slow, but I did a little twinge on my back when I was <laughs> moving my laptop from one side to the yeah. other, and what a mess. But anyway. Right, right. On the subject about the, the country getting browned yeah. is a myth because it's far-fetched because their 78.3% of this country is white. Yeah, but it's and, not normal white. Those aren't but, yeah, white. But I'm, I'm getting, let me get okay. to that part. All right. <laughs> then only 13.4 is, is black. Now, you take that point three off the whites, that makes them 70%, because that would definitely say 6.3% of the whites are like, you know, simps. And then you got the blacks, that three point, you take that makes them 10% population because they got a lot of gays. So if you add those two, that 6.3 plus that 3.4, that a little close to what the gay population is, which is around between nine and eleven percent. Really, that's terrible. And, yeah, that's horrifying. And, uh, yeah, it used to be like enough, less than but five. it's just anyway. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So it's not. There's not enough of these people to really take over like they think they are. And anybody that thinks that this country is getting browned, you got a long way to go. And as I don't far know, as man. the good old boys, hey, the real white people that stand up and they're stand up people. There's more of them then there are the ones that don't. Well, then why are we electing these republic rhino simps and All democrat political. evil people? We're, we're, we political. keep on electing them. All I say political. we, and it uh, kind of includes me. Mm. Well, you know, a, a lot of times, you know, what these, what these politicians end up doing, James, they'll promise, especially in the black community, they'll promise them the world during elections. And especially with the Democratic Party, they'll promise them the world, but when they get in office, they do not receive anything. So that's a power grab. You know, those jobs, uh, what, being a senator and a congressman, those are pretty high-paying jobs. So these people are trying their best to stay in power. They'll promise you the world to get in. Yeah, that's true. You, but you, we you shouldn't be... What I'm saying. I think that we elect people who are... Maybe the worst among us, but we elect yeah. people who do represent us. And if yeah. we're if we're complaining yeah. about a lot of weak politicians, we need to look at ourselves because we, we ourselves, look at ourselves are, and who, how we vote. That's correct. You know, we, and we they're, ourselves they're, are. It's not just how we vote; it's how we live our lives. How we correct. are. If if correct. you look at your own life, you make uh, compromises, and you're mm-hmm. you're every bit as weak as most yeah. of us as the phony politicians. I, I, I mean, I just I know this for a fact because there's like there's there's like almost three hundred thousand veterans that are not in the military anymore. There's, most of those people don't believe in that crap. You know, they serve. I, I know. They, I, I mean, understand. For the most part, for the yeah. most part, you got some woke people in the military too. But for the most part, most people have common sense. Um, I have a super the, chat. Uh, I have a super chat on the census. Sure. Go ahead. Go Asmador in Odyssey says, per the U.S. Census. You probably, as of 2020, white people, including Hispanic whites, numbered 204,277,273, or 61.6% of the population. Wow. Uh, and right. Out says, of 400 million. And he says non-Latino whites make up Get them door. about 57.8% of the country's population. Right. Hmm. right. Each group has a bunch of retards, though. you got to consider that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and blacks... Uh, I disavow that you said they were retarded. 30, that 30, what is that? Black women in America is 38% gay? 
Really? What, uh, Jesse, yeah, Jesse looked that up, and you brought that up, and I checked that, and that's accurate. About 38%, yeah. Uh, of what age be. group? Oh, the ones that I, are having kids and that are supposed to be mothers. I'm not talking about the women that are 80, no. I'm talking about the ones that are raising those okay. bad kids. Yeah, Nick says homes. Nick yeah. says twenty three percent of young black females, young black women, identify as as bisexual, so called yeah. bisexual. Wow, and straight gay, it jumps up a little bit. Yeah, so that thirty eight might be just right there. It's right there, you know. But um, that the Browning of America, I don't know why they believe that so badly. I don't know. I mean. And and the guys that you, I looked at one of your old debates. I don't know how old it was. I looked at the whole thing. It was good. It was with uh, uh, T-Drop. T-Jump? And another, another little weirdo. And then you got the little hippie dude on the end. And and it was really hilarious how every time you dropped some facts, they got to playing with their ink pens and jotting things down. Oh, yeah. That, was the, that, yeah. that was the in-person modern-day debate appearances yeah. that I did in uh, yeah. Dallas. Yeah, pretty good. It was yeah, you did a good job, and and uh, the uh, the one on the end, I noticed he said something about um, um, well, what about uh, housing for the LBG? What about it? Yeah, and and and, and healthcare for the LBG. It's like, what about that? It's called you have a doctor, just like James has a doctor and William has a doctor. You get a doctor. Now you're talking about a doctor to change your penis to a vagina. Yikes! No. We should not pay for that. Right, obviously. And, and uh, you don't get that. And you definitely don't need to be getting in the military for that to, to pay for it, because that's what they're actually doing. They're going to the military to get the taxpayer to pay for their sex change. And they're on the bunk for about eight months, not even doing anything yeah. to recover. Man, you know? that's terrible. So, no, that's not fair. T-Drop, uh, was it T-Jump? T-Jump. Yeah, T-Jump. I can't wait till both of them come back on your show, because I got three or four questions okay. apiece for them. Because, nice. you know, there's other countries that are just, that even with our troubles, are not doing as well as this country. So you guys can go ahead and move over there to those countries. Um, like we were talking about get, putting a third bathroom in the, in the schools. If you look at these schools across the country from the East Coast to the West Coast, they have some beautiful historical buildings. And if he knew anything and stopped being a simp, you would know that retrofitting is more expensive than building something brand new. And these are mostly historical buildings. So my question is, who's going to pay for this third bathroom? That's a lot of bathrooms and a lot of taxpayer money. <laughs> I okay. appreciate it, William, man. And, yeah, and, and PG&E. PG&E, you know they had a town that almost half of it blew up 10 years ago. So they got a lot of financial problems and in the fires. Yeah. And, and the fact that there's, like, it's, a, it's one company running all of our power in California you go to Texas, they got several companies. Now, you remember the part that Trump said, hey, if you get several health care plans and companies and, you know, medication companies, all that stuff, you get more competition, that's capitalism, right. that drops the price. And that goes the same with the power companies. California just has one. Texas, yeah. you go down Crazy. there, you got five or six. And, you know, that drops the price and everything. But I want to thank Blazing Hogs and Red Dirt Farm for helping me nice. with my little thing. And they, they're really nice people, the good old boys. Yeah. And there's no such thing as white supremacy because there is nobody white that is supreme to me. And T-Jump, you look like a young Joe Biden. <laughs> it's scary. Thanks, you know, William. But, uh, 
Got to go. Care. Take care, man. All right. All right. Oh, man. Um, Justin in Fullerton, California is on the line here. Justin, what's up? Hey, James. How was your weekend? It was great. Thank you. I did a little bit of dodgeball at uh, 44, and I feel great. But uh, my beta back paid the price. Uh, yeah. yeah. But um, I also caught a good movie called uh, 2000 Mules. And um, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Have you got a chance? To I check still, it out? I still haven't checked it out. I took my whole Saturday off. I did not watch any, much of anything. So, okay, well, that's your your time. But um, a paid uh, political operative is basically what a mule is. And um, not to give it too much spoiler of alert, but uh, it shows that it's uh, the mule uh, is hired by like the left wing organizations and. Uh, to do something, and they're going to deliver like a, they're they're to deliver and to mail in these drop boxes, voter voters uh, ballots. Right. So yeah, pretty real. They're trying already to say it's misinformation. I don't know if it's that ministry they created a couple weeks ago, but it's a real fact. Um, and Dinesh, I think was actually in political prison before with Obama. It's right. a great payback. So okay, definitely a good one to watch. Thank you for the tip, and, man. Um, and here's the reason why. Just wanted to tell you because of geo tracking. So if everybody's out there that has a cell phone, um, it might be good to keep, but they might have been smarter if they would have turned it off because that's how they're actually caught. Turn, and, uh, turned off location services or whatever, something like that. Sensors, yeah, sensors. So to develop, there's developer settings. You just go watch a YouTube video and it'll tell you which one to turn off. Okay. And um, yeah, but that, the thing is, a lot of people are being watched and. Now it's going to be to our advantage. I think it'll be interesting to see the future, how people might learn how to turn that off because they don't okay. want to be tracked. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. I appreciate it, Justin. Okay. It's good to hear from you, man. Take care. Yeah, good to hear from you. And, oh, fake news is the origin of the monkeypox. That's, that's not true. It's not from Africa, and it's not from monkeys? The origin of the monkeypox uh, outbreak is uh, you, you, you got to look up the Wuhan lab and the virology department there and what they did to... Uh, to uh, Korea, we, what we now call the monkeypox. I guess we have our first cases here. Oh, it goes back to Wuhan too, according to you, huh? Okay, I appreciate Here's it, man. For the virus, yeah, research that. All right, see ya. See you later. See ya. Uh, quickly, Tony in California. Just a couple of minutes left here. Tony, what's up? Good morning, James and William. How you doing, William? Right there. <laughs> uh, I got a little tidbit for William. White people are not having babies. You look across the world, they are less in population. They are the minority in the world population. And just do your math on that. Way. Are you sad about yes. that? I don't have no, I have no feeling towards that. It's God's will, okay? Oh, you think it's but God's will? Hey, you weak. So, so the whites are following God's will? No, the whites are suffering from God's will because they'll be disappeared from this earth. That's what's happening. But the oh. thing is, you're saying is you're saying whites are going extinct. Of course they is. They of is. Of course they between the blacks and the Mexicans having babies with white. Yes, y'all are disappearing, brother. <laughs> I don't know if it's the blacks <laughs> having too many babies. Hey, yes, we are, brother. And mm. the Mexicans are having them by the They're like killing women. a lot of babies. No, 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 no. The white women are killing the babies. They stick to the them too. of the abortion situation. Look yeah, at it's not look a good who protesting Look who, look who out there protesting. White women. All white women. No, it's not the all white women. Like all of us, 
I'm calling, but those the aren't normal whites. Why do why do why do cowboys in prison snitching? Trying to get less less time. They're snitching. Why is this? I don't I know that do story. <clears throat> I thought yes you do. No, yes, I don't. You, do. you know all about that, brother. No, I don't, brother. Hey, but the thing is, well, wake up, Will. <laughs> you are not white. So but you, you you're not just me. Do you love get white people, that. Tony? <clears throat> I love those who love me. How about that? So then you don't love anybody. I'm, no, no. Nobody listen. loves you. Well, that's and you don't opinion. love anybody. That's your opinion. You have no. Right that's a that. fact. But, but but your Bible said Luke seven seven. JLP do loves you. That you have do it to others that you have them doing to you. Why why are Luke you 7-7. why are you quoting the Bible? If you are because celebrating, would you would you have it done unto whites that they go extinct? Hey, it's not. My would you have it? Would God, you have it do un, done unto you that you go extinct? Work. No, 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 I Tony, Tony, work. Tony. You you yes. identify with the blacks, right? Would you have it I done unto blacks? Would you have it I done unto blacks that? Hold on, Tony. I'm talking to you. Would you have it done to the blacks that they go extinct? Well, what, no. Why? why then why? I, then why are you? Okay. Why are you celebrating that it happens to the whites? I'm not celebrating them. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. You're pretending that it's God's will. You pretend to know God. Do you know? How do you say that you know God? The same way you and Justin say y'all know. <laughs> you don't know God the way that JLP knows God. You're not for. Are you so you so you so you believe? You did you go and forgive your mother and you you pray every day? That's how you know God. Man, come on, go ahead with that. BS. No, no, no. You said you know God the same way Jesse knows God. No, I didn't. I yeah, said, you I did. You s- I said, how do you know that you know God? I don't use Jesse. I don't use Jesse's name in my prayer. Like huh? you try to tell everybody, have you have you prayed my? Then you my, then my, you're admitting my, that you lied. You don't know God at all. I know my God. I don't know about Joe, but I know mine. Oh, so you have your own God? Well, we all do, because God's in 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 each and every one of us individually. Yes. Oh, okay. You, what a, you sound like a liberal. You sound like Oprah. Well, you know. You sound like a liberal woman. That's your opinion. With you your feel good, let's let's one. celebrate the destruction everyone of the whites mindset. Everyone got one, okay? Every, but the thing is uh, No, no. Not true. Everybody does not have God. Tony, I gotta go, man. We're overtime. Take care. Yes, sir. Have a good day. You as well. Guys, we are past the end of top of well, I mean we're we're past where I'm supposed to end. Let me just read a super chat real quick before we close. John WX25 says on Streamlabs, yet there is resistance to dividing America into for the trash on one side and law-abiding people on the other. The trash doesn't want to be united with me, and I don't want them either. Jesus came to defy, divide evil from good. Right? That is true. <laughs> uh, thank you, guys. This has been The Hake Report. I will hopefully catch you tomorrow, and uh, I'll give you some announcements on my upcoming appearances. Uh, I think you will like them. Thank you, and take care. Adios.